Happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jacqueline, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three-month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my boss, co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. Boss. Boss. Like, it's with that tone. Boss. You're a boss. (laughs) (laughs) So... We wanted to create this episode and kind of bring this to all of you because if you don't know what a boss needs to know, we wanted to create this episode specifically for you. So we know so many of you out there may identify as something else when it comes to being a business owner. You might just be a product-based business owner. You might identify as a maker, a crafter, um, an artist, a jeweler. You know, it, it depends on what everyone, what would you identify as? Um, I think I hear a lot of different ones, you know, product entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a, you know, I wouldn't necessarily like go out there into the world as, you know, my identifier and being like, so what do you do? Well, I'm a boss. (laughs) I do think that, you know, when you're the boss, when you step into being the boss, and when we speak about being the boss of your business, it means something different than, you know, simply being a product based business owner, you know, that feels like that's definitely a descriptor. I could throw that to my neighbor, you know, it would suffice in the explanation or description of what I, what I do. But this, this episode is about really thinking about the, everything around what boss means, you know, so what does being a boss mean and what do you need to know as the boss of your business? And what does that look like? What do bosses yeah. know? Right. Because I think you're right. You know, you're on the the playground and someone's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a boss. Or your neighbor, Mm -hmm. you meet a new neighbor and like, oh, what do you do? I'm a boss. No. Yeah. I think being a boss means that it's an internalized feeling. It's like that confidence that comes where you're like, I am the boss of my business. I do Mm -hmm. know what I need to know, or I'm willing to learn what I need to know to keep growing this business. So it's more than entrepreneurship, but it's stepping into that role of boss of your business, boss of your life boss of your destiny. Um, and I think a lot of that comes with confidence and clarity. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like putting on that boss hat. You think differently. You make different decisions. But what does that really look like when it's like, you know, oh, I'm a entrepreneur. Well, yes, you make decisions. But when we're talking about boss, we certainly can see different skill sets that bosses have that they've, you know, really stepped into and with intention, like being in the boss of your business is done with intention. So that is really what this podcast episode is about is, you know, what do bosses know? And do you know these things about your business? Are you the boss of your business? Totally. Before we go any further, though, I wanted to ask the listener for a favor. And that would be to pause for just a second and go ahead and hit subscribe or follow um, on the podcast app that you're listening to us on. Um, By subscribing, you're going to get notified every time we drop a new episode. And here's the other really big ask. If you find something in this episode that you find valuable, that you're like, oh, I know someone else who's an entrepreneur that really needs to step into being the boss of their business, would you mind sharing this episode with them? You could just go and hit the little three buttons if you're on an Apple device and hit share. Um, Share it with your community. Share it with a friend, a family member, and wherever you're at. I think it would just be so helpful as we kind of dig deeper into this. Yeah, my favorite way of sharing is texting it to people. So you can definitely text that to them. And I've actually seen so many podcasts um, podcast pop up. And I even saw one where one of my personal friends was on somebody else's podcast and, um, it was, they popped it into their Instagram stories. And I I was like, Oh, that's kind of a cool way to do it. You know, and actually it wasn't him. It was his wife. So, you know, women make the world happen. Right. So she was like, Hey, check out (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was really cool. So if you want to pop it into your Instagram or DM them via Instagram would be another way or text it to them. That's that's, those are my favorite ways. Yeah. So thank you for that. Okay. So to be a boss of your business, I think what you and I are getting to so much of it is confidence and mindset. So a lot of this and a lot of the work we do with our audience, with our um, listeners, with our community, with our students is we really work on mindset and confidence. But I think you need, I think it's a journey, right? We're all on this journey of different levels of confidence at different levels of business and parenting and life in general. But I think a few of the ways to start to grow confidence around your business are certain things that you need to know about your business. So one of the first things I think that a boss needs to know about their business is- Can Can I switch the wording a little bit? Sure. So when Jacqueline's saying mindset and- um what was the second one that you said? Mindset and confidence. So a lot of times when we meet people, they're not like, oh, I need more mindset work or I need more confidence. They mm-hmm. just don't think in those sort of ways, even as a boss. But as a boss, we all, and as a person, as a human, it, I want to flip it into this. We all have our limiting beliefs and many of them fall into mindset and confidence. So what we're going to tell you today are the things that, you probably do have limiting beliefs. We all do around these things of being a boss. And this is what we're going to do to help you with that is to tell you exactly what you need to know to be a boss. Okay. Right. So, you know, these are tactical and this has to do with what you need to know about in your business. So one is knowing your customer. Yeah. So bosses know their customer. Yeah. They know their customer the best, right? The Mm -hmm. best of the best, even more than an outside contractor you hire on or, you know, an Instagram person or the team members you hire, you know your customer the best. Now, you may not have clarity around your customer just yet. And that takes work. That takes kind of like, I feel like it's like an onion and you peel it back. You start off, you're like, I have this great product I want to sell. experience, I think. Because just think in any relationship, you have a 
it's like an onion of a relationship. <laughs> you know, you have like this time you spend with your customer and at every transaction that they purchase from you, every time you show up, you kind of like get to know them and engage with them. So it's like, you know, after a while, you start to have a gut intuition on what the person's needs are, what their wants are, what their pain points are, how they speak, the language that they use, the um, other things on their mind, their schedule even. It's, you know, wild. And so... This is bringing me to like potty training if I were to cross it over (laughs) as a parent. Yeah. And then it's like relatable or not relatable usually, right? Like in the very beginning when you're not sure when the baby's going to pee, but you're trying to potty train and they just like pee in the middle of the living room versus when they get older and you get to know them better and you're like, you're doing the pee pee dance. Like you need to go to the bathroom. They're like, how did you know? And you're like, I can just tell. I think Mm -hmm. that's a very much, you know, that comes with confidence and learning and like being around each other. You'll also see this in your relationships, you know, whether it's like familial or spouse or partner, but you start to really know them well. And so I think a lot of people out there are thinking like, well, how do I get to know my customer? Now, this is something we we are currently working on. This whole concept right here is something we're working on in the Product Biz Accelerator, which is our group coaching program um, that comes with incredible education. But this is something that, you know, these businesses have reached a couple thousand dollars, $5,000 a month. Like, they're approaching six figures. They want to hit six figures and beyond. And they've figured out some of this. They've kind of peeled that very top layer of the onion off, but they need to keep digging, right? If they want to keep growing their business, they need to get to know their customers better and serve them better. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that we say to them in there is that the person who knows their customer best will win, especially in these times when we're going to go into us shifting and pivoting again and again, again, and again, it's going to be who has the most desire to want to get to know their customer and who knows them best will really be the ones that thrive throughout this entire time. You know, the, the, the small businesses that get to the midsize, you know, even the small businesses that stay small, that intentionally stay small, they know their customers really well because they can anticipate their needs, wants, and desires. And that really takes experience with them, like a maturity to, um, you know, your interactions, but also wanting to. You like, you have to want to know your customer. You survey them, all these different things. Um, but that is really what's going to set you apart from being a, you know, just a product business owner, or maker, or crafter, or, you know, a product entrepreneur to someone who is a boss. You put that boss hat on, you get to know your customer, and you know that that is such a valuable piece of information if you get it from your customer. So I think that leads really well into what the next point is, is to know their best sellers. Now, if you've been with us at any point of time in the last few years, we really lean into helping you figure out your best sellers to bring to market. This is something we do even in the holiday season where Um, You'll start to, if you're on our email list, and if not, click the link in the show notes, get on our email list, because we have our biggest challenge of the year, which is our Rock Your Holiday Promotions Challenge, which really leads into how to sell during the holidays, right? Even without providing a discount, without spending a single cent on ads. But one of the biggest things we teach you is your bestseller, how to discover your bestseller and how to sell more of that. And you only know that when you, you track your customers, like we said in the very first point, you know what your customers need, want, desire. And then you give them that and they tell you what your bestseller is with the dollars that they spend. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing that you will grow your business on are your bestsellers versus trying to make all the things and do all the things and hope you're going to capture every customer out there. 
You want the right customers and you want to sell them what they want to buy. Yeah, this is your money maker, right? Your best sellers are your money makers. And the best salespeople, the most profitable, the best businesses, the bosses of their lives usually are the people that know what their money makers are. We used to hear that in so many different scenarios of, you know, got to, you know, this is my money maker. I have to do this, right? So your best sellers are really the things that you know that sell well sells to your ideal customer and really is is foundational for your business, right? These are all foundational things that you know as a the boss of your business is when you know your customers and two, you know your best sellers and where your money is coming from. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about money, that goes to the next point, which is the boss of the business knows their numbers. You'll also hear mm-hmm. us talk about knowing your numbers really well. So what does knowing your numbers mean? It means knowing how much profit you have at the end of the day. Business is simple. It's basically revenue minus expenses equals profit, right? So a lot of times we get scared of looking at our bank account or we get scared of controlling the numbers in a way that it's used as knowledge and tools versus a scary big thing that we don't want to know about. But when you're the boss, you actually do need to know what expenses you have. You actually do need to know what money is coming in. You need to know, you know, your cost of goods, your vendors, who you work with. All of that is numbers at the end of the day that you use as data to make very important decisions on. And that's why numbers are so important. Yeah. So when we say, what are your best sellers? With numbers, you'll know at the data what is sold, what hasn't sold, how many units is sold, what kind of money has that re- generated for your business, what kind of profitability is that? I know a lot of times when we work with our new students, it is we ask them certain things. Like we'll ask them some of the things here that we're going to tell you that you know about, and they won't be able to answer us point blank. When's your busy season? You know, who's your ideal customer? What's your best seller? What's your average cart value? What kind of site traffic are you getting? You know, how many sales do you get a day? These things are important because that's, I answered this question this morning in the Accelerator, again, our group coaching program. Someone asked a question about Google Analytics and if Google Analytics was important. She was told that Google Google Analytics is the way that a business grows. Well, I was like, I don't know if that's the way a business grows, but the way I would use Google Analytics is as a tracker of numbers. If you're telling me that your sales have stopped or like you have very low sales, I would say, well, what's your site traffic look like? You know, if you would tell me I do all this work on Instagram and I think Instagram's the driver of, you know, traffic to my website and we look at your analytics and it says, no, it's not Instagram. It's a blog over here. Then we mm-hmm. look at the numbers and the numbers are telling us something and then we're knowing what actions to take in our business. So I think that's so important that you all know certain numbers. And like Mina said, you treat it like data. And yeah, not it's that's a scary. key performance indicator. You hear us say that every once in a while of KPIs, but note the word indicator, you know, <laughs> indicator indicates what's going to happen. And if you keep track of something, you can grow it, right? So if you're tracking people on Instagram, you're tracking how many sales you get from, you know, a specific, you know, other person's website or whatever ends up being, then you're able to control it more. And it helps you as a business owner think about, oh, okay, now I can make a very well-educated decision on based off of numbers and not based off of a gut intuition. Mm -hmm. And that really is helpful when you're building a business. You know, it's interesting. I I have a car analogy, which you and I know Mm -hmm. nothing about cars, but when we built the accelerator- We're knowing more and more, I feel like. (laughs) When we built the accelerator, 
we use so much, like we use terminology from cars, like accelerate. We love that and this analogy, clearly. Roadmap, your gas <laughs> gauge, all this stuff inside of the accelerator. And if you're interested in learning more about it, we are opening up enrollment coming up. So just make sure you click a link in the show notes to learn more. Um, but the reason I'm bringing that up is it was 4th of July weekend and my my um, father-in-law has like a really old vintage car, like a 90-something-year-old car. And I was like, and he keeps, my mother-in-law hates this car. <laughs> it's always causing issues. And basically she's eye-rolling him. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, he ran out of gas again. And he had to like walk back, get the little like, you know, the gas, um, portable gas tank, go to the gas station, get gas and fill up this old car. I think this car is beautiful. But she's so annoyed. And I go, well, why did he run out of gas? Is there a gas gauge? And she's like, I don't know. There's something there. Now, I was thinking about it. I was like, if older cars were built without like really well-working gas gauges, we don't know where we're at. If you run out of gas, does it mean your car is broken and never going to work again? No, it just means you've run out of gas. How do you prevent it from running out of gas? You need to know where you're at. Is the tank empty, almost empty, half full, full? So if you don't know where your business stands when it comes to numbers, then you have no idea what to do with like with your business because we don't know if it's close to empty, if it's half full. Yeah, if it's the gas full. gauge indicates, indicates when you're getting it's an close to empty. Right. Yeah, it's an and it doesn't mean it's broken or dead or needs to be hauled away to the dump. It just means the gas needs to get filled up. It just means you yeah. have to pay more attention so to the, the indicator. The is dead. It indicates there's gas in the mines, you know. <laughs> so we're going to the mines now. We're going <laughs> so, 100 years back in our analogies over yeah. here. <laughs> so what the whole thing is that you need to know what data there is and numbers of the data for any business, right? So being a boss of your business, you use the gauges that are there and the key performance indicators that you put into place. So if Google Analytics isn't what drives your business, who cares about that analytic, to be honest? You know, um, you need to focus on the things that really matter to your business, especially, you know, the ones that drive your revenue. Yeah, like if you're selling on Etsy, right? You know yeah. what works on Etsy. You know what you get the most reviews on. You know the numbers that you perform on Etsy with. So it's just knowing those numbers. So that leads to another thing about uh, what a boss needs to know about their business is they need to know when their busy seasons are. Yeah. I'm going to give really you a like tip. I really like this one, actually. It's not every month. Yeah, just it's not tip. every month. Hey, product boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free. And you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. So busy seasons feels like a big bucket. Like, oh, I just need to know that here's my big busy seasons. But there's, it's kind of like a catalyst to your whole entire life and business is that when you're not in your busy seasons, you can chill out. 
and you don't have to freak out over certain things and you understand that it's like a slower season, for example, and you push really hard in your busy seasons. The reason why I like that is because it dictates and determines what the rest of your life will look like. You push to sell ice cream in the summertime, not in the winter time, you know? So knowing your busy seasons is really important because timing in the entrepreneurial space and in the boss space is super, super important. You know, Victoria's Secret is not trying to sell you bikinis in, in you know- In the fall. Octo- October, yeah. you know, so- They're um, trying to sell you cute, warm sweatpants. Um, yeah, loungewear. Loungewear. Um, when you go to the ice cream, because I know a lot of people are like, I eat ice cream. Like I'm in Alaska and it's, you know, negative 75 degrees here and I'm eating ice cream. Okay, let's talk about the ice cream truck, right? Mm-hmm. The ice cream truck comes out- during the summer, during the warm months, the ice cream truck is not rolling through with that music when there's a snowstorm outside. So he knows better. So the, the idea for all of you, and and listen, sometimes it's going to feel slow. So, you know, weeks feel slow. We're talking about this right now within our mastermind and the accelerator. It's the J months. July is notoriously slow mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So you know that. And when you track that, you're like, oh, it's notoriously slow. But I know that I really ramp up in September. So when you know that and you know your numbers and you know your customers, right, you know your best sellers, you actually know how you can start preparing for these things, preparing for slow seasons, preparing for busy seasons, saving a little bit extra to get you through the slower times, um, ramping up for the busier times because that's when you're going to spend more, you're going to make more, you're going to spend more time. Mm-hmm. So it's really knowing all of this. Have you ever read the or heard of the book Freakonomics? I've heard of it. Yeah, I haven't read it. Um, so my husband used to be obsessed with this book. I took one thing from there. It's this story about ice cream. And they they used to think there was this correlation between ice cream and crime. Because anytime there was ice cream sales would go up, crime would go up. Turns out the correlation was in the summer months that people are out and about during the summer months, that they are buying ice cream and committing crimes, clearly. So it's, (laughs) summer months just tend to be more crime-ridden because people are out and about or they're doing things or, you know, the stat just goes that way. Now, had, you know, the scientists or whoever, you know, thought, oh, this number looks like this, and they didn't know the busy season of, hey, this is actually the summer months are the busy season for both these things. They might correlate the two, right? But if you are a boss of your business and you actually know, oh, this is my busy season and this is what it looks like during this time, it can be so super helpful. It's not a confusing thing where it's like, oh, you know, um, I'm semi-busy during this time and oh yeah, I totally forgot about that, you know, I don't know, this is the holiday weekend and people are, tend to not be away from their phones or whatever ends up being. You have to meet your customers where they are. So in your busy seasons, you, you meet them wherever they are. It's either physically, like an ice cream truck, or the messaging has to change. And that's what's really important about busy seasons too. Yeah. And so I think that's going to bring us to our final thought, which is when you're saying about the messaging changing and meeting your customers where they're at, is you need to know what you're going to sell and where you're going to sell it, right? Or how you're going to sell it. So you know your customer, you know your best sellers, right? You know your numbers, you know your busy seasons. I know a lot of you out there get worried or scared about selling in general, and then where you're going to sell it. Where does it make sense? And, And 
that's why we teach, you know, multiple platforms, multiple sales channels. We teach about selling because if you're not selling, you're, you don't have a business. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not a business. It's a, it's a hobby. It's something where it's like bartering and trade. So the idea here is, is like, what are you selling and where are you going to sell it? Yeah. I think that this one is so important. I mean, as Jacqueline said, you know who you're going to sell it to what you're going to sell and when and how you're going to sell it. So that's just a way of saying, have a plan, people, plan ahead, you know? And so when you're a boss, you know that your team has to be aligned or if it's just a team of one, if it's just your team, you still sit down and figure out what direction you're going. You get clear on who you're selling to, what you're going to sell to them and when you're going to sell to them, which is kind of like a nutshell of like what we've just been talking about this entire time too, of just having a plan and not, you know, going randomly, you know, with duct tape of I'm just going to, you know, respond accordingly instead of planning pro- proactively for my business. And that's the difference of, of bosses is that the early, like right now, actually it's mid-year right now, you know, a lot of big businesses plan so much further ahead. They can't pivot as quickly, but they plan ahead because they know that it takes a lot more to get all aligned and to get a plan going. Mm-hmm. And they know where they're going to sell it, what they're going to sell and when. So the idea here is when you're the boss of your business, you're like, okay, I've been selling on maybe one platform. We've talked about like a lot of you have your eggs in one basket. I've only been selling on Etsy or in person. I have a Shopify site that's chugging along. Um, I've been selling wholesale, right? You've got some idea of where you're selling, but the boss part of this is not to just be reactive and to keep doing what you've always been doing, but to stretch and to think, okay, now I know my bestseller. I know where my customers are. I know what they want. I'm going to take this bestseller and potentially get it onto a new sales channel or a new sales platform. I'm going to think about growth for my business because I know so many of you want more eyes on your business. So many of you want more people to know you exist. So many of you want more sales. Well, how do you get that? One, yes, through marketing, but through customer acquisition. And that's why I think we've been so successful in what we've taught all our students is that it's the idea of being in more places, not with everything and not everywhere, but strategically thinking through where am I going to sell and what am I going to sell there? Because you will be able to attract new customers just by being on other sales channels. Yeah, it's strategic planning. So a lot of the things that we're going through with you right now are really part of a launch plan that we go through with our people in our product um, biz accelerator of having them understand all the things they need to be the boss of their launch, exact, you know, or the boss of their the collection launch or their holiday launch or whatever that looks like. And then just overall being the boss of really thinking of, I'm going to put that hat on now because a lot of times we get lost in that transition. We happened upon our business. We started making candles and people started buying it. Or we made knit hats and we're like, oh, you know, I could start selling these. Or, you know, we started baking cookies and it's like, oh, now I'm starting to do special orders or whatever ends up being. But there actually takes some intention to be like, Mm, now I actually know I I want to be the boss of my business and how can I step into that? And it's by knowing these things. Yeah. And, and so when we go back to circle back to what we talked to you about in the beginning where I said mindset and you said that it was limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs. And then we also talked about confidence. What you see here is that when you start to know more, when you are able to track data, when you know more about your business, when you have strategic planning, right? You're not just reactive. You're not just, you know, trying to show up on social media and post something and hope to God someone's going to click on it and buy. But when there's planning attached to this, when there's 
audits and research and all the things and that we foresight. teach you. Foresight. That's when you step into the world of boss. That's when the confidence comes. Because you, you're you're operating from a place of knowing and mm-hmm. confidence. And that's when your mindset or your limiting beliefs get to get lifted a little bit. And you're like, okay, I do know a bit more about my customers right now. Okay, I do know that my best sellers are X during this season. Then you get to make strategic decisions that allow you to feel more confident in those decisions versus just sort of reactive. And that's really what we work on with our students. I mean, across the board in the accelerator right now, we're really working on this strategically because it's group coaching and it's education around all of this. But they are business owners that want to get to six figures, whether they want to hit their first six figures or blow past that $100,000 mark. And you can get to a certain point, not knowing a lot of this, just kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and something sticks and you start to make money. But then we want you to get way more strategic if you really want to grow this into a profitable product-based business. Yeah, for sure. I think that we we all sometimes like happen upon like we actually are end up being bosses. Like we know people who hit it out of the park and are just like, hey, they've been doing really, really well. And I think that when you become the boss of your business, you understand that there's skill sets that you're always working on, you know, there's and that you hire for the rest or that you I mean, it's just surely comes down to you don't know everything about everything and you don't know what you don't know. So it it it's helpful when you have a community or you have fellow product bosses that you can talk to, that you can, you know, learn from and that you can shortcut a lot of these mistakes by being in our programs or listening to our podcast. You know, I think that that is something that we've really seen, you know, more and more people be resourceful from is taking the education that's provided digitally nowadays and really up-leveling what they want to know and becoming the boss of their mindsets in their businesses. Mm -hmm. So we have some really exciting, fun things happening this summer, this like late part of the summer for you. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast, get on our email list by going to productboss.com or clicking on the links in the show notes. We have um, a really great workshop coming if you're interested in the accelerator. So um, click on the link below to learn more about that. We have our product boss guide to getting holiday ready that's going to kick off in August. We have the bestseller secret or no, 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 the rock your holiday promotions challenge coming up. There are so many amazing things that we're going to continue to support you through over the next few months as you become the boss of your business and really want to, you know, blow it out of the water this holiday season. And we're going to do it having so much fun. So make sure, yeah, make sure you follow along. Thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the product boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.
This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.